Welcome to House of Hoops, episode 33. It's Monday night, September 28th, 2020. And I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. On the show today, we've got Laddie. I don't know what to say, Laddie. The former host of Laddie Lucky in Open Morning. <laughs> yeah, no, no, just jobless Laddie. There we go, jobless Laddie. Also on the phone is Brian Clark. What's going on, everybody? What up, Brian? Brian is uh, a longtime friend of mine, always has an interesting <clears throat> way of looking at things i guess i could say bo's gonna be joining us shortly he's uh not very professional so he's not here right off the bat but that's okay laddie what's going on with you man uh a lot yeah uh so this how crazy is this i got fired from one job today and still doing another job but this is a way better job right now so I didn't necessarily get fired, but here's the deal. So basically Friday, I end up getting a talk from my boss, the whole morning show. And their boss says, you are furloughed for like two weeks. Oof. And we're like, okay, now granted, I mean, it's just like, you know, station was losing money. And then all of a sudden, you know, COVID happened and like, it's just a bad, bad timing for everything. So I was like, okay, that's cool. I did a remote. I had a remote I had to do for the radio station on Saturday. We did that. And the next thing you know, today, boom, at 10 o'clock, they changed. So they're playing like classic uh, music. Anyways, they just flipped formats on us <laughs> without telling me. <laughs> without telling me. That's that kind of sucks. That's like, yeah. You know, that's like you going to your job and next thing you know, you think you're doing one thing and next thing you're like, wait, I'm pumping gas? What the fuck is going like? But... I mean, so uh, they didn't furlough us say, for two weeks, but bottom line is this, though, man. If, if I'm not doing mornings right now and they're flipping station, it doesn't mean I'm going to be doing mornings in two weeks from now. You feel me? Right. That sucks, Laddie. That sucks. Man. Yeah. <clears throat> that's, just common, that's just common sense. I think that we were on a lot of good stuff. I mean, wh- you know, my situation was, what people don't know, that I'm working in the top 40 station here in Memphis. You know, y'all know me. I've busted my ass for years. <laughs> working two jobs, fucking hustling barbecue for fucking decades. God knows what you got to do to get what you got to do. But the reality is, I mean, sometimes this shit happens, you know. So you got to keep going, keep pushing. But basically, it looks like I'm not having a job in two weeks. I'm officially still with the station because they're paying me money right now, but I'm furloughed. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. You're, what's the, so would you are you furloughed at your at your full salary or a or a percentage of your salary? Full for two weeks. Okay. For two weeks. So I mean, it's it's basically like, it just you know, it's an, it seems like it's a nice way of saying, hey, guess what? <laughs> you know, could could possibly just be severance pay. Mm-hmm. Right, but see, we're not under a contract. So it, oh. it kind of seems it's, it kind of seems like that's what it is. They're kind of doing that favor, like, "Hey, guess what? Man, in two weeks we're gonna go, dude. You were you were already going a different direction. I mean, like, it, you go to the website and we don't exist. It, it's 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 kind of crazy. Here's the deal about wow. it: like, when when everybody knows what you do for a living, well, then everybody knows when you don't do that for a living anymore. Does that make sense? Sure. 
So that's the so my phone's been blowing up, dude. I've had people from all over the country being like, now this made national radio news because 1075, where I've been for is like over 20 years. So it's kind of a big deal in, in my industry. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to like relate that to a lot of things, but oh, I'm sure that's like your job being there forever. And all of a sudden, if they ended that with your industry, you'd probably be like, yes, people would be talking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Right. So it's it's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. But anyone's gonna do anyone's gonna do that. It's just the station has been there for such a long time, and what they're going for is more classic hits. So you're gonna hear stuff from like the '80s, which is gonna be like Michael Jackson and Bon Jovi and Madonna, and you know, I it's nothing, like nothing right new, now. no new, no new top forty. No, 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 absolutely right. No, no, but I mean, like they have the bridge that's like that. They have the river that's like that. You know. I mean, you're literally going to get your newest n- music from 101.9 Kiss FM. They have no live jog. <laughs> mm. And that's when you're going to get your newest stuff. Your second newest you're going to get from FM 100. The problem with it is, I mean, like, what concerts are you going to push behind that? Those artists don't tour anymore. Brian, you just nailed it. You know, they're old artists. They don't tour. They don't yeah. come to the FedEx yeah. Forum. I mean, if you get Elton John, you think you're really going to be able to give Elton John tickets away when they're going for $400 a pop? I don't, I don't like listening to radio when there's not a live, there's not a live personality on. I like to hear a DJ or a, or a live personality. I don't, right. The way the, the right. way that radio is going, it's 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 gotten very cookie cutter. A lot of stations play the same stuff. Yeah. Um, but even beyond that, they just have you know. Feel like now you're lucky if you even get like a national DJ. You know. No, you're absolutely a national right. personality. I mean, you're just you're hearing right. tunes on shuffle now. You know, with with <clears throat> nothing to connect to. Mm-hmm. Right, but you're saving yeah, you, you're saving you're saving money if you need to save that money. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean you're not paying a salary to 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 live on your right. personality. So right. So uh, they even said at one point, you know, they're they're kind of saying now that top forty might be dead. But I mean, I I don't think it is. I I think that if you want to get down to it, man, my business what I've what I've learned about is this is that like right now there are no demographics anymore and there is no genres anymore. The fact that you can get your music through Apple Music or Spotify or the internet or YouTube. YouTube, means, yeah. <laughs> you know, everything is opened up, right? So if you want to be a, like a, a, a terrestrial radio station like 1075 or 981 The Max or this kind of stuff, like, you know, classic rock's always going to be there. You get that. But when you, when you develop into these other things, like when we were growing up, it was punk music, man, you know? Like that was kind of that and like, alternative and nirvana and that was like top 40 that was the newest shit because it was the newest shit now everything's the newest shit so people don't know what they're doing they don't know so i think if you had a a, a current station and you just played nothing but current songs and you delve into the hip-hop and the alternative and in the top 40 pop's pretty much going away right now it's not there but I mean, you do have bands like Maroon Five that out there that are that are doing some stuff. You may have a new Justin Bieber with a DJ Khaled that may hit, you know. But there haven't been a lot of pop. But if you just kind of show what's going on right now and you hone in all that certain kind of genre to make current music, I think you can succeed. I just think there's too many talking heads out there, and it's all about the almighty quan, the almighty dollar, and it's you know, it's the bottom line. It's it's. And I don't understand how how a, a local radio station feels like they can succeed without any kind of local on their personalities. You know, how do you how do you connect with your listeners? 
if there's, right. you know, nobody in between songs or every few songs, just, you know. Right. Kind of and then let me tell you something. Reaching out. Right. Let me tell you something. I, I, I can't hate on them by any means. You know what I'm saying? They're doing their thing at the end of the day, and you just nailed it, right? It's the bottom dollar. I mean, we've all been in business and worked for businesses. We know what it's all about. It's about money. And I get that. And they don't have any jocks right now. I mean, obviously, if we were going to be in their future fans, it already is the future. You know what I'm saying? We'd already be there. So it just kind of sure. doesn't look good for us. So I get that. I understand it. So it's kind of like move on, move forward, and uh, let's see what happens. So, but I, I'm, I'm seriously blessed to have that fucking opportunity. That's a kick-ass job that I had for sure, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, so onward and next, you know? I'm, 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 I'm up and happy about it. So we're good. Good, good. Yeah, when one door when one door closes, another one opens. <laughs> right, or it's the fi- or it's the fifteen shots of uh, Fireball and the couple of Miller Lights I had earlier talking. I don't know which one it is, but <laughs> there you go. You're, you're podcast ready. Shit, I'm ready for show. You made it sound earlier. I thought you said they were switching to a. You just. I thought you said a classical format. Oh no! Like no. like classical music. <laughs> oh no! Shit. Like they no. like they changed the format to the soothing sounds of the rain. <laughs> I'm, no, no. I mean, here's here's the deal, dude. The reality is this: is that you have stations like that, and that's easy listening and stations that make you feel good. Hey, I love that kind of music. I'm not hating on it. I'm just mad I can't be involved with it. But I just don't fit that genre of music. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna come sure. on my show, and you're gonna see "Show Me Your Cocktail," and you're gonna see this or that. Here, they want to talk about fucking like divorce attorneys and all other kind of shit in your fifties. You know, that's what they're going at. So. Uh, you know, and, 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 and like, I love that music and I, and I love it to death, but, you know, I hope it's not, but it seems kind of novelty-ish, meaning like, just like the throwback hip hop. I mean, there's only so many times you want to hear Shoop, you know, from Salt and Pepper. Like, there's only so much that, that you want to do that. It's kind of the same with like the 80s classic hits because they're good novelty-ish, but you have to find that new music somewhere. And apparently right now Memphis doesn't have it. Mm. Well, you want to be able to promote new music for your, for your listeners and to, to keep it fresh for yourself too, I would imagine, you know, but that's, but that's just um, being keep, but that's just keeping up with the Joneses too, man. Y'all get that. You're a DJ, Brian. I mean, you know, sure. you're, you're playing shit that people, even if you're top 40, there's no current top 40 in Memphis right now. How fucked up is that? You can claim yourself say, up uh, with the blues and all this, but you gave me have fucking current music in this place. Come on. Man. It may have something to do with the current kind of climate we're going through right now. I think maybe people are, people are really into nostalgia. Mm. Um, makes them feel comfortable. I don't, I mean, I don't think it's, you know, that's not me personally. Sure. No, no. Yeah. You're right, man. You're right. Well, I mean, that's what they said that they did. They did research and they asked and Hey man, dude, it is what it is. I I, I get it. You know, that's why there's thousands of stations out there. But I, I think that if the pandemic didn't hit, then I think that everything would be working a lot, lot friggin' better. You know, I think it, we wouldn't be in this situation, or I wouldn't be. So well, yeah, there would probably be more money moving around, changing hands, advertising right. dollars, things like that. I'm sure there was a lot that went into the decisions that were made at your radio station. So here's the thing when it comes to radio, and at TV I'm pretty sure is the same thing, is that ratings are great, but if you don't have money – then you're not going to succeed. Money pays the bills. And if you can't pay the bills, you, you may have the best station in the ratings ever. You're still not going to succeed. Mm-hmm. And, that, and, and that's kind of what we is now. Hey, man, look, dude, we haven't made money. We don't know what we're doing. We're in the middle of a pandemic. What the fuck let's, we can do? Let's try this out. All right, cool. 
you know. And I mean, it happens. It's the business I've chose. It's the business it is, man. I mean, fuck if this podcast goes crazy and shit. You never know. I mean, it, it, shit happens, and sometimes like, oh, we don't want you on this. You may have to move to another provider. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It is what it is. So, so. Yeah. Uh, what, well, I hate to hear that, laddie. Yeah. You know, I hate yeah. to hear you lost your your source of income. I know you love the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I hate to hear that, man. If there's anything we can do, let us know. Yeah. Well, yeah, now, now I'm able to. Uh, I don't know, man. Stay up later. We're going to stay up past ten now. Look, yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, just stay positive, my friend. You know, yeah. something will come around. As you were saying earlier, you know, word travels fast inside industries. I'm sure you had mentioned to me earlier today that some folks have reached out to you. You said your phone was going crazy earlier. I'm sure something yeah. will come around yeah. for you. In the meantime, you just got to keep your head up, man. You know? No, yeah, I absolutely, man. I'm, I'm, I'm super positive about it. You know, yeah. fuck seven o'clock this morning. It's where are you? What's going on? How come? And I'm like, Oh shit, I'm just going to go ahead and not answer this shit for a while. <laughs> like, right. Like I'm just gonna let it go, and but it's all right, man. I get it. Like, I, there's nobody at fault. You know what I'm saying? It's just a fucked up situation, and so uh, I'm, al- the next. I'm the, alive. Everything's okay. I'll talk to you the later. Best part, <laughs> fuck. The best part of it is all the piece of audio I ever did there. I fucking got on flash drives before I left that motherfucker. So holla at your boy. I'm good to go. You got a a demo tape. <laughs> Oh, I've got like three of them, dude. I made three of those motherfuckers. And I'm sending them out to everybody being like, look, I'm furloughed right now. That's what I got to tell you. But uh, I probably will be working there in the next two weeks. So uh, mm. what's up? You know, and, and you know how it is in Memphis. I mean, we're hustlers, dude. If any of us had lost our job the next day, we'd be like, all right, we probably find one. I mean, I've it's already the next got. Move, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've already got offers at, at, at bars. Basically, they're like, "Glad you can work with us." All right, cool, man. I appreciate it. You know, yeah, like that's awesome. You know, so but as of now, I'm going to stick with the field I am. I'm I've been doing because honestly, I think I'm good at what I do. So I'm going to stick to that. Oh, I'm going to yeah. go go do the best that I can and just keep moving forward. Fuck the dumb shit. On to the next. Uh, yeah, you got to break through that barrier just because you hit a stopping point. You know, it doesn't mean you just give up on it. But. But Jeff, that's crazy, dude. Like, I mean, if you go to certain websites, they talk about we're looking for podcasts. We're looking for radio DJs. People are still hiring. Mm-hmm. We could be in a fucking pandemic. I mean, we're playing basketball. We're going to play the NBA finals in a fucking goddamn bubble that no one can go to in Orlando. And they're making it work. Mm-hmm. If they can make that happen, I'm sure I can make some shit work out of my own. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Look, I if no I doubt. can pimp $20... If I can pimp twenty dollar hose out the back of this fucked up Chevy, I can pimp skinny. You feel me? <laughs> I have no doubt you'll find your way. It may take some time. Who knows? Right. Maybe it'll. Right. Maybe you'll turn around quick. Maybe you'll turn around and have a job in another state tomorrow. Who fucking knows? Man, what dude? Shit. Yeah. I might run for president. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about let's talk basketball let's talk basketball well before we get into that uh we are kind of waiting on Bo. Bo's gonna come around at some point i'm not really sure what's going on with him he let us know like 15 minutes prior to recording that he was gonna be late so just very unprofessional brian Hmm. (laughs) brian what have you been up to man you haven't been on in a while it's been a minute just uh you know been working yeah uh Working a lot. Got out in the yard about two weeks ago and got a bad case of poison ivy. <laughs> oh, that's <sucks. laughs> kind of just kind of getting over that now. Yeah. Um, you think that was an tried accident? Everything tried to 
trying to. You think nobody was planting poison ivy in your yard? <laughs> Maybe I haven't. I have no reason to believe anyone would do that to me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, tried the uh, tried the caladrill, tried the uh, hydrocortisone cream, and yeah. Luckily, my neighbor had some. Uh, it's 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 not spreading. It's getting better. My okay. neighbor had some. Uh, he's he's allergic to poison ivy as well. He's a trail runner, so he had some prescription steroid cream that he was able to, uh, who to was drop it? off on me. So who, who was it that was telling you to just pour bleach on it? <laughs> oh, that was uh, <laughs> that was Barry. <laughs> well, this dude we know was like, just rub said, some yeah, bleach just wipe on bleach that. on it. It'll dry it right out. Oh God. Sounds terrible. Yeah, I uh, I consulted Google and asked my mom, who is a, who's a medical professional. And, uh, <laughs> uh, both of those outlets suggested that I do not do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird one. I never heard that one before. Just rubbing bleach on your yeah. skin, but hey, yeah. I don't know. Usually, you try to avoid that contact. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, backyard looks good though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's that working out? Got, got a bunch of poison ivy and vines and uh, weeds and all kinds of stuff torn out. So uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Throw, throw some grass. Put, spray about two gallons of Roundup, and I'm gonna yeah. spray some. Put some grass seed down in the spring and see what happens. Yeah, good. You get some tiki torches and some hammocks or some shit. Yeah, man. We'll have a party. <laughs> We'll do no, I don't know about that. Over here. I don't know about my parties now. <laughs> super, Host spreader. A super spreader. <laughs> Go on, come on down. Jeff, what's up with you, man? What have you been up to? Oh God, I don't know. I see you every day, besides working. <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> For the sake of our listeners, I'm not going to tell you. No, look, nothing, <laughs> nothing, dude. Like, I don't know. Just what? What have I been doing? Playing golf, doing chores. I've been staying real busy i mean i haven't been laying around not doing shit that's for damn sure i've been trying to get in on these low interest rates refinancing my house so that takes time and there's always a chore to do or golf to play or work to do you know it's, it's just staying busy really like non-stop holes to dig holes to dig there's shit to do i i went to clean up a dead animal in the yard last week and uh I went up to our work to get like a box to put it in, and and it was what all, kind of animal was I it? I was all what ready kind of to do was it. it? Uh, it was a small farming. I went to get it. I went to put it in the trash box, and uh, it was gone. <laughs> the animal was gone. I don't know where it went. Did it reanimate? <laughs> it either reanimated or it was dinner for something else bigger. I don't know what happened. Just disappeared. There's, there's always a bigger fish. Yeah, something dragged it away. So fine by me. Uh, it's it's some something's killing animals around my house. It's not me. <laughs> That's good. I wouldn't tell you if it was me, <laughs> but it's not. Hey, look, let's have some fun today. We're going to talk some hoops. We're going to cover some NBA. Some shit happened this week. You know, the bubble is still happening. The finals are starting this week. If folks want to reach out to us, they can hit us up on Instagram at House of Hoops Podcast. That's H A U S of Hoops Podcast. 
and we're on Twitter at House of Hoops. You can call us. Nobody's been ringing the phone, but you can call us and leave a three-minute voicemail if you please to do so. It's 901-300-6575. If anybody wants to leave a message, you cowards. <laughs> Bo, in all of his timeliness, has decided to join us. Bo, how are you? I've graced you with my presence. Yeah, thanks a lot. Hey, any you know, it's okay. It's life happens. Yeah. Anything to report from last week before we get into this? I signed on my mortgage refinance. Hey. I, yep. That's that's exciting. Good stuff. I cleaned a bunch of windows in my house. They were dirty. Mm. First, I need to know yeah. were they dirty from the inside? Like were the fingerprints <laughs> on the inside or were the fingerprints on the outside no it was some second level storm windows that needed some oh. some tlc so there's not somebody breathing heavily and leaning on your windows from the outside no i mean there's okay. fingerprint there's kid fingerprints all over <laughs> everything in this house <laughs> <laughs> and windows included but those windows just needed specifically needed some some attention kate wanted to hang a spider web from the second floor and she needed me to take the the window off to do it or you know go to do it outside and so i took the window off and i was like oh fuck i better clean all these fuckers now now it's you know, i got the one off i was like this is dirty yeah. let's clean this one. Oh wow that makes a big shit. difference okay i'll clean 12 windows now shit yeah that's a yeah. whole day the battery out of the dyson vacuuming out the window you know it was just it was just she wanted one simple thing and then i had to take it to the yeah too far but you probably don't have to look at those windows or clean them for another five years at least i don't think they've ever been cleaned the, the storm portions of them right. they were nasty oh there you go that's productive good for you yeah hey what do you say we talk some hoops let's do it um sorry i'm late it, it's it's not an excused absence. It's not, no. But I understand life uh, gets in the way. Well, I had to I had to visit with Kate. She's working a 24-hour shift tomorrow, and she had worked like 12 or 13 hours a day. So yeah, I hadn't seen her. I hadn't seen her. It's okay, Bo. You don't have to explain it. Let's get into the news. <laughs> uh, what have y'all been doing without me? Uh well, we were talking about Laddie, this, what, what happened with Laddie, but let's just move on for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I missed that. Laddie and um, my condolences, or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know the situation. Basically, like, I'm pretty much gone from the radio station and they flip formats. Boom. Yeah. Just because of the podcast? <laughs> yes, well, yes. <laughs> it, it appears to me what happened is uh, Laddie's former employer decided to pay him what I pay him. Which is very, very much. absolutely yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, Billy Donovan got hired. Did you guys see that? Yep. He's gonna, I did see that. He's going to coach the Bulls. I think Chicago fans are pretty stoked that it's like specifically not Jim Boylan. I don't know. My initial response was. Why Billy Donovan? Why in Chicago? Yeah, I thought that was a little strange. 
Well, he's leaving one rebuilding situation for another situation that's not... I don't even know if it's... What is it? Right. What are the Bulls? What are the Bulls? A fresh look is what the Bulls are. They have all new upper management, new coach. I imagine they'll probably be pretty active in the offseason, trying to get some new players in there. It's hard to hard to say what they're going to do. It's a mess. It's been a mess. Just been run into the ground, and now they got to dig their way out. Well, I mean, I think Oklahoma City is going to completely tear it down. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes coaches aren't afraid to make a bit of a lateral move just to do something a little different, you mm-hmm. know, change the scenery. Still not really sure what Billy Donovan is as a pro coach, you know. Yeah. I mean, he did a, he did a good job this year. Coach. That was a team that wasn't really expected to make the, the postseason. Um, but they just kind of did it on the back of Chris Paul. Has he won uh, coach of the year anytime he's been in the NBA? I don't think so. I mean, maybe I don't wouldn't. think so. I mean, he hasn't been in that long. He's what he's he's been in Oklahoma City for five years. Yeah, four, four years, four or five. Mike Fratello won it in eighty five, eighty six. So it goes: Nick Nurse, Budenholzer, Dwayne Casey, D'Antoni, Steve Kerr, Budenholzer again with the Hawks, Popovich, George Carl, Popovich, yeah. Thibodeau, Scott Brooks. So that's your answer. Scott Brooks won it in nine ten with OKC. Uh is that what she was that what Laddie's thinking of Scotty Brooks's year? Maybe yeah. in OKC. Uh Billy Donovan yeah. Billy Donovan's been riding that back to back NCAA champion 2006-2007. He's been riding on that for a while. I just I don't know. I I'd, I'd be super interested to meet the guy and like really get a better feel for who he is. Like why does Chicago think that he's their guy? I would love to know. There's probably an article somewhere I could read. I think there probably is. <laughs> you know, I tell you, I, I think that he's done super well with them, or he's going to do good with them, because uh, what he did with Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, I mean, he, he, he Paul George was over there. He worked with like some all-star names, and they actually had good records and made it to the playoffs. So I think Chicago's like, man, we'll take a gamble on this guy, because... If we can get some half-ass superstars, because we have no all stars, <laughs> right, right? They haven't got no all stars, but if, if they can try to get some, I think that they, they, I think he might be just a good coach, you know. Man. But then again, he didn't in college. He had Noah, and he had all those boys, and they were they were they were good. It'll be uh, super interesting. I think we'll realize pretty quickly if he's a good coach in Chicago. The setup to me looks like it's going to be more transparent whether it's him or the players on why yeah. his teams do well in Chicago. You know what I mean? Right. Like if the, if Chicago's good next year, yeah, I'll give Billy Donovan all the credit in the world. If they suck, like okay, so it was the players in OKC. I think you're right. Do you base it, can it is it fair to base it off one year? Probably not. But over the next few years, you should have a pretty good idea whether or not Billy Donovan is a coach in the NBA. Let's move on. What happened in the NBA this last week? Well, Miami moved on to the finals. They beat Boston. Boston won one game this week. Miami won two. Moved on. Denver won one game. Lakers won two games. Won the series. So it's it's Lakers Heat in the finals. Starts Wednesday. 
Should be a good one. I, who you got? That's it. I mean, who you got? Man, I haven't really thought about it much. I'm going to say Miami. I'm going to say Miami because there's no way I can say the Lakers, right? Lakers in six. Ugh. I'm going Miami. I'm just going to root for Miami. I don't know who actually wins. I just want to root for Miami. I want to root for Jimmy Butler and Jay Crowder, Goran Dragic. I want to root. I feel like they're the underdog. You know, they were a dark horse. I agree. Dragic needs a ring, though. I want to root for I the. Like under, him. I want to I like root him. for the underdog. Sue me. I don't know, man. Bo, who are you picking? I really want LeBron to win another ring, but I really don't like the Lakers, and just <laughs> just don't like the Lakers. Period. But I do like LeBron. I like that he's playing at a very high level at the age that he's at, and I hope he continues to play like this for you know another five five years. <sighs> Uh, I think that LeBron and AD are probably better than Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, but I think that the the next five the next best five players are on the Heat. Yeah. So I haven't come to a, a logical conclusion. I don't think there is a logical conclusion to to make. I think it's a coin toss, coin flip, whatever you want to. What do you say when you're really drunk and you're trying to say coin toss? You say a coin loss. <laughs> What what is it? I want LeBron to win another title, but I really want to see Jimmy Butler and this Heat team win a title. So, yeah, I'm going to take the underdog. Considering Miami was forty to one to win the championship, I don't even I don't even know if they're the underdog. They might be the better team. Who's favored in, on Wednesday? I picked Miami to beat Boston. Mm-hmm. You did, but but because they had Jimmy, Miami had the alpha, and now. You have LeBron, who is alpha. You have two alphas going. Another thing that's interesting about this series is you have Andre Iguodala going against LeBron again. LA's favored by five points. Okay. I agree with both that Miami's the deeper team, you know, and I, I feel like they're the easier team to root for. I, I like LeBron as well. Um, I feel uh, Anthony Davis is an amazing player, but just the way he orchestrated the trade from New Orleans – Leaves kind of a, a bit of a bad taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. I do feel like Miami is easier to root for. I think they have you know better stories with uh, Tyler Hero. Uh, you know, yeah, Dragic, Dragic trying to get his first ring. Bam, Bam Adebayo seems like a pretty easy guy to root for. I mean, he seems like a guy who's part of the future of the NBA. The way he's been playing, especially in the past series against Boston. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I, I think I read that he he led Miami in uh, scoring. Rebounds, steals, field goal percentage. Uh, he's a player. Here's something for you. What a move by Dion Waiters. <laughs> Did you guys see this? Did you guys put this together yet? Have you heard this anywhere else? No. <laughs> Dion Waiters quite possibly could get a ring no matter who wins the fucking championship. <laughs> He switched. He got traded. He got traded to Memphis from Miami. Waved from Memphis. Signed with the Lakers. He's played in both of those uniforms this year. From there you what, go. From what I understand, there there's some sort of voting process that goes down when a guy leaves a team. 
So the Heat players will, there will be some sort of vote. I don't know if it's the players or if it's the management, but there's some sort of vote that goes down. That I think it's everyone. And um, we'll decide whether or not Waiters gets a ring for Miami. Now, obviously, he'll get one if, if he wins in L.A. But quite possibly, he could just win no matter what. That's De- awesome. Deion Waiters, the NBA champion, no matter what. That's awesome. If you're not a Kobe Bryant fan or you live in L.A. or whatever fucking reason, if you're not a Lakers fan, I think you're pulling from Miami, you know? Yeah. You're either a Lakers brand, a Lakers fan for whatever reason or you're a Braun fan for whatever reason or you're pulling from Miami. I just feel like that. I just feel that to be true. You're talking about the Lakers who are a two-to-one favorite to win the championship versus a Miami team that was a 40-to-1 chance. They put the Lakers in there just to get the bets. Lakers fans are all over that. You bet to win very little when you're betting for the favorite like that. Yeah. Doc Rivers got fired today. Did you see that? Yeah, it's crazy. Weird. There's a job opening for you, laddie. Let's see, I like where your head's at. Yeah. It's like seven head to coaches. Be, to be fair, I think that laddie or any of us could have... <laughs> Could have coached that Boston Celtics team to yeah. the finals championship. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, yeah, Paul Pierce, pretty fucking good. Ta Paul Pierce, yeah. who, who if if you ask Paul Pierce, the greatest shooter in NBA history, <laughs> <laughs> greatest score in NBA history. <laughs> yeah, Chris Wall, ask Chris Wallace. <laughs> Just ask him. It's crazy. That's so crazy. He put together that team. Well, he put the foundation. He put the foundation there. Ainge was the one that took over and won the title. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, going back to Doc Rivers, it's pretty weird. It took like two weeks. So they sat on it for two weeks, and then they got rid of him. I'm wondering if that's because – there's a replacement already lined up like who would be better at that job than doc rivers i don't get it i lou ty lou i'm here who does who does Kawhi like i'm here who do Kawhi and paul george like yeah here they just didn't like doc rivers think they just weren't impressed that's weird though i mean ty lou has been ty lou is tied to every single open job right now it's like six jobs open right now it's just weird with Talk Rivers. I I felt like that was a good fit. I have no. He'd idea. been with the Clippers for forever in, in NBA time. I mean, seven years. Yeah, it's a long time. It's a long time for an NBA coach. Two years left on his contract too. I think that's uh. So they they've got to pay him and another coach for two more years. Yes, Not- Sterling <laughs> Sterling had hired Doc Rivers. Is weird in its own thing, but yeah, I guess Steve Balm Steve Balmer's trending right now. It's Balmer. I mean, Balmer pulled the. I think Balmer was behind all that, but you got to think he's got somebody lined up to take the job. Why else would they do it now? Well, it says that Doc Rivers stepped down, so he wasn't fired. He had stepped down. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going to start telling people too. <laughs> Anybody else hear anything in the news that was interesting? 
Uh, looks like the Jazz got a new assistant coach. Okay. Who's that? Uh, Dell Demps, former Pelicans general manager. Huh. Wants to try his hand at, wants to try his hand at coaching. I don't remember him. He was never, I don't remember him coaching in the NBA. Uh, I feel like he's always been an executive. Yeah, he played basketball, but did not coach well, basketball. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Going, going from a GM to an assistant coach. Not that there's anything wrong with that, you know. No. That's what he wants to that's what he wants to do, by all means. Thought that was those all those interesting interesting tidbit of guys going from former GM to assistant coach. Yeah, you don't see that. I have zero analysis on it. <laughs> oh well. I like that analysis. <laughs> <laughs> Last week Laddie said Denver was finished. But then Tuesday Denver actually won a game. The Lakers were up two nothing on this in the series. And now the games that no one watched. You didn't watch? All right, last week. Listen. <laughs> last week, you motherfuckers, I told you guys I was gonna watch a couple of Lakers games, or at least a Lakers game, against my will. I decided to try to get it out of the way right away. So Tuesday night I watched the Lakers Nuggets. It was the game that Reggie Miller and Chris Weber called. Actually, I think they called a couple Lakers games this week. But uh, pretty interesting lineup there with Reggie Miller, Chris Weber, and Brian Anderson on the call. The first thing I noticed is there's a little bit of a battle going on in that series between uh, Kuzma and MPJ. It's very interesting. It's kind of like... Uh, Two young guys that have a lot to prove, maybe. Seem like those guys uh, might have some future battles on their way. They match like, up together. Yeah, they match right. up, and Kuzma probably feels like he's a better player than Porter Jr. Right. And Porter Jr. has that irrational confidence. So, <laughs> so does Kuzma. <laughs> They're like both the same guy. I feel like. I think Kuzma's irrational confidence has probably been tempered a little bit playing with LeBron and yeah. Anthony Davis. Yeah, and then I, I think I think maybe yeah, he's, I think, he's probably growing a little bit. I, I think that's a good point that mm-hmm. LeBron has probably un-Kuzma. Kuzma. Uh, I don't think you can un-Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr., though. It's an interesting matchup. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if Jokic and Jamal Murray are the guys to do that, you know? Uh, and then yeah. Paul, like who? Who's the big vet? I mean, Paul Millsap's the the old head on the Nuggets, yeah. but he's not a he's not known for his vocal leadership. He's just a right. he's just a country boy from Louisiana. Yeah. Well, you've he got, brings his lunch pail to work every day. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I think <laughs> is it Will Barton? Twenty eight. He's not even in the bubble. He was not in the bubble. That's why I think MPJ was getting away with all that shit. I think Barton would have put him in his place a little bit. Hard to say. Coach Malone, he's got to be the guy. He may be. He got he, Boogie really liked Malone, mm. which is uh, saying quite a bit. Yeah, it is. That's the thing with the Nuggets is who's the leader on that team. Yeah, they yeah. don't. They don't really have that that big vet presence. Yeah, that winning vet presence. I mean, Millsap's Millsap. He's a respected player in the league, and they'll have to figure out. You know. Hopefully they can, hopefully they can get him on a team friendly contract for another couple of years, because mm. um, he's off the books after this season. But yeah, I don't know who the who, who's the who's the real team leader. 
I mean, is that a is that a team led by the coach or is there a player that steps up? I don't know. In my head, it's Will Barton. I don't know if Will Barton's a guy either. Will Barton's tough. Will Barton's tough. Well, you know, he's a he's a dude from Baltimore. He's not like he's not a. I wouldn't consider him a, a veteran player yet. You know, who's on Will Barton's Will, Memphis team? Dude, Will Barton is twenty eight years old. He is in the prime of his career. I do look at him as the leader, and I think that if he was in the bubble, things would have gone differently. I don't think they go down. So, so if he is the vocal leader of that team, do you? I mean. I think not having him on the floor definitely hurt the millions. There's no question. That. Absolutely. I don't think they but have But do you his... think just his presence, if he was in the bubble on the bench, you know, maybe – He would have been – Maybe that helps Dude, he was a Calipari guy. None of those guys come out of Memphis like, oh, he's the best leader we've ever seen. He's a knucklehead. <laughs> no. I mean, come on. Not Will Barton. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. I, I think Will Barton is a player, and I think he does have Careful now, Bo. Voice. Huh? I said, careful now, Bo. Careful no, now. I'm just, they're going to come after me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, first time, long time. I wanted to get at that Bo guy saying that all them Cal Perry <laughs> guys are knuckleheads. <laughs> I think if Barton is in the bubble and he's playing and he's healthy, I think they don't go to that many. They don't get behind as much in the series, and I think they don't go to seven games in every fucking series. I, I like Barton. I think he was honestly like I watched some Nuggets games pre-March in the early part of the season, and his presence was noticed. I noticed him on the court. He just seemed more. No, Barton is good, visual. and Barton is ironically the exact player the Grizzlies have never had off the bench hmm. that they've always needed. So if the Nuggets had him in yeah, the rot- rotation sure. in the playoffs, it would have made a difference. Even if he only played a lim- you know, like a smaller role and averaged, you know, like 10, 11 points, that's still big contribution, which is what he probably would have been. He would probably been a 10, 11 point scorer and been good for them off the bench. And then maybe he gets you 25 points one night. Yeah, he'd be getting most of uh, Michael Porter Jr.'s minutes. Yeah. You would imagine. Will Barton was averaging 15 points a game, six rebounds, and nearly four assists a game. Yeah, he's good. I'll say this: he's a 20 point a game scorer. He'll get he can get you 20. He's no sweet Lou, but he's good. <laughs> sweet Lou. I'm looking at his plus minuses. A lot of pluses. I'll say. I'm trying to look at his points per game right now. He's got games where he gets six, a lot of double-digit scoring, a lot of in the teens, um, a few games where he's over 20. There's a game where he's got 28, 31. I consider him a uh, integral piece of that part, the uh, integral piece of that organization. He just wasn't there. He's a threat for sure on offense. Yeah. It's not unusual to see him get a couple steals. He's a rebounding guard. I, I feel like he was definitely missed off that roster. And yeah, absolutely. It, and maybe where do you guys think the Nuggets go moving forward? That's a tough call because you know they lost Arturas to Chicago. It'll be in. That's the interesting question is whether or not they can keep up their scouting and their great drafting that they've been known for for the last five years. They're so deep. They're just gonna roll it back and be good. Ride it out. They gonna. Well, they can. I mean, yeah, they, they, so they have, get Will Barton back, but 
mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, they, Paul Millsap drops off their payroll. They've got to figure out either resign Paul Millsap. Or find they got to pay Jeremiah Grant. They're probably indeed, letting Millsap indeed. walk. That's, that's big. Millsap is like the odd man out. I feel like he didn't fit. Honestly, he's probably going to walk. I think they need something different there. I mean, Porter Jr. should probably be starting at power forward. He's 6'10". Yeah. Dude, dude, he remember I called him garbage earlier <laughs> in the year, and next thing you know, the guy oh, yeah. like to the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> dude, he did me a lot. I mean, I think he, he, he totally improved this year. Completely improved. I feel like improved. they got to slide Porter or Manu. Or no, not Manu. Bull Bull. Ball ball. One of those guys would probably slide into that power forward, or maybe they grab a free agent. Who fucking knows? Um, I think I feel like Millsap is like not a good fit on that roster, but I'm not basing that on any scientific data. Just the way that it looks that they're so young. Like, how do you run with Paul Millsap out there? I guess you can't run with Jokic out there either. Dude, what Jokic, do though, man, that Jokic could run that point, though, man. He's a big ass dude. Yeah, Millsap. He's just, a fucking awesome player to watch. I don't know, uh, Millsap. I just feel like they can do better as a starting power forward. I feel like they could get something better in that lineup, comparing them to the Lakers. We could probably get something better, but I don't know if they're going to have the means to do so. Yeah, I mean, who's going to spend money this off season? Well, I just don't know if they have the ability to to like go out and sign someone as a free agent. I don't know. Gallinari. It's not a. There's not a. Yeah, I mean, it's not a great free agent class. Uh, I mean, if you're just looking at power forwards, (laughs) I guess you could call Otto Porter Jr. power forward, Serge Ibaka, Hmm. Derek Favors. Uh, I mean, Pickens are kind of slim. Yeah. Bobby Portis. Maybe, you know, I, I almost I think they try to get Millsap back on a team friendly contract. Mm-hmm. Maybe let him test the waters and see. Yeah. I just I don't see a lot of teams spending a lot of money in this offseason. Millsap. We have I mean we have no idea if there's gonna be people in the stands in the next season. Millsap just kinda seems I mean like if they're already reduced. Yeah. Millsap just kinda seemed like a like he didn't fit. I can't really put my finger on it. It just it just, it just I just didn't like it. I felt like they needed somebody else there, maybe somebody more athletic at the four. Yeah, because Jokic is already standing there in the paint, you know. Michael Porter Jr. wants more touches. Jokic is bringing the ball up and drawing double teams and kicking out to all them fools. Sometimes. And a lot of times he stands in the paint and just takes up space. Yeah, but he's not your prototypical lead-footed center, you know. Yeah. He can kick the ball out. Is so is Millsap perfect or is he a complete non fit? <laughs> it looks like a non fit to me. He's a non fit. He's a non fit, but he's good. It's somewhere in the middle. They need like I think a, he's good enough. I think Millsap's good enough to adapt. They need like a straw mile up in that piece. No, they don't. Yeah. They need a straw mile power forward running. You need a you need a straw mile running the pizzas at your place. Just Throwing them on the tables and yeah. throwing the throw show up and just throw showing. If Stromile asked me for a job, I would absolutely hire him to do what any job he wanted. One hundred percent. Yeah, man. Yes, you can wait tables. You want to do Jeff's job? You got it. <laughs> you got it. 
You want to wait tables in the female Hooters jersey? Sure. <laughs> you want me to fire Jeff and you can have his job? You got it. <laughs> what about uh what about Trez? Clippers have his bird rights, I think, don't they? They can't. I believe they do. I scroll I scroll too far down. <laughs> Is he even a power forward? How the fuck oh, yeah. did the Clippers lose, man? Jesus. I guess that's why Doc Mental. got fired. He stepped down. What did Paul George do? Like he didn't do much to help, did he? What happened with no, Paul George? No, he wasn't great. He didn't do anything. He wasn't great. He'd he lost basketball games. Yeah. I mean, what did he do? Like what? Like how? Is that coaching to allow that to happen and then continue to play him? It's, I don't know. I mean, you can't. You can't not play him. You can't not. Yeah. You can't not play him. Mm. I mean, because he he cheated on the coach's daughter with a. I assume a stripper. It just looks petty, you know. I guess God can't sit him. Is that really? It looks like re- it looks like revenge for cheating on his daughter. Is that really the big issue? No, is that no, a big, I, as, know, as big I, of a story as people are making it out to be? Wait, is that what happened? That he was dating Doc Rivers' daughter. I missed all that. Jeff, Jeff, it's a huge story on Twitter. Is that as big of a deal? <laughs> like, is that a, <laughs> on Twitter? Is that as relevant as people are making it out to be? Probably not. I don't think so. Is that real? Yes, Bo. Yes, Bo. Paul George dated Doc Rivers' daughter. Oh, well, and I'm glad. cheated on her with, uh, I'm not sure if it was a stripper or an Instagram celebrity. Uh, <laughs> but, he, but he got, but he got her pregnant. But he got her no pregnant. way. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Craig Sager. Michael Green's available. Maybe Utah picks up Jamichael Green. Jamike, that's a Utah. How about Denver? Oh, did I say Utah meant Denver? Yeah. Denver. <laughs> yeah, Jamike. I mean, yeah, just look at the list of free agents. Who's better than who's better than Paul Millsap? Maybe maybe Jamichael Green does fit their system a little better. Jamichael can run. He's younger. Bo, are you seeing this? <laughs> I turned my screen on. <laughs> Oh, like you doing the. <laughs> I never got to ask you. So, why do you have a Giants hat? What's the deal with that? San Francisco, baby. Yeah, but like, San why? Francisco. You never, you don't go anywhere. Like, you barely, I barely got you to meet me in Chicago. When my, uh, Amy, my sister used to live there, I've been to a Giants game. In what, San... when you were 12? In San Fran. No, and like after high school or something. Oh. Oh, right. I saw Bonds hit like 609,000 home run there. Nice. I, I love that city, man. If I could choose any city to live a, in, I would definitely be San Francisco. I agree 100 I agree 100% with that statement. 100%. It's a great city. I like San Francisco, too. I spent a week in there. It was, it was a fun city. Yeah. There's always something to do. Always something going on. I mean, nobody can afford to live there. You can't even work in that city and fucking live there. You like teachers have to drive in and shit. But yeah, you got to live in Oakland. Yeah, or like uh, my, outside where all the gangs are and shit. Uh, my buddy Jacob lives there, and uh, he uh, <clears throat> he does maintenance work, flips houses. He works for a for a rental company there, and he said that his business is booming. Hmm. Everybody's trying to be ready for the the end of the pandemic. A lot of people are moving out. Oh, yes, the pandemic. 
well, they're planning for the end of this pandemic. Okay. Said a lot of people are moving out of the city. They've realized that they don't have to pay the rent to live there because they're just working from home now and they'll probably work from home going forward. So there's kind of an exodus from San Francisco. Mm, yeah, I heard that too. That is but instead of, you know, regular folks like the four of us mm -hmm. moving there and getting a house in the city, they're fixing them up for, I, I assume, even richer people to move in. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I remember shit 20 years ago, $1,000 a month would get you a closet in an apartment. Like It's gotten worse. Dude, of course it has. Or better, depending on uh, on what side of it you're on. <laughs> yeah, if you're a property owner. So, going back to Tuesday, <laughs> we're still on Tuesday. We're an oh, hour fuck. in. All right. So, well, you have you have this written down by day. Well, sort of. So he's talking about the the game that Denver won. That Laddie yeah, said they were dead in the water. Yeah. So yeah. we're reconnecting on that. Gotcha. Okay. I'll kind of fast forward it for the sake of time. Jeff, um, you're frozen. Do what? You're frozen. Your face. Oh yeah, I was changing my background, and then I. No, I, I'm I'm kidding. Trying to get us back on track here. <laughs> I'm dick. derail. I'm derailing us again on purpose. All right. So at one point in that game, the Nuggets went on like this huge run. It's mainly Michael Porter Jr. and. This guy wearing number 11. You know this guy, uh, Monte Morris? Not Dante Morris, who's a murderer, but Monte Morris? Have you guys seen I came out of nowhere. Have you seen this guy playing? Uh, no. Not before that game, no. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Monte play. I have. Yeah. I went to a couple Nuggets games this year. 6-2, second-round draft pick. 51st overall pick. I mean, Where do you play college ball? Uh, like Iowa or some shit. Where did he play? The, nowhere. <laughs> Iowa State, Monte Morris. Oh, there, there you go. And he's he's from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Huh. I've been in Grand Rapids. Now look up Dante Morris. Dante Rashawn Morris is an American murderer who shot and killed five people in Tampa between May and June of 2010. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> Monte Morris showed out. He's six two, shooting guard. You know, he's he's playing really well. He's making good passes. He's scoring. He's really leading the way for Denver. I mean, putting up great production, playing himself into the rotation for sure. So Denver led by twenty early in the fourth. We'll just like go all the way up. But then L.A. went on this crazy like nineteen to two run, and it was like in three fucking minutes. It was a lot of defense from the Lakers. They went zone. Denver kept turning it over. It's a very close game with six minutes left. I mean, it was like a three-point game. Uh, Nuggets went on a little bit of a run, like a 10-1 run, and it was pretty much over. Denver did not get swept. They won a conference finals game. Jeremy Grant finally had a good game in that one. And then uh, Denver turned around and lost to the Lakers on Thursday. My big takeaway was Denver had the game won, and they obviously did win, but they tried to blow the game. And LeBron was I, – I just kept seeing, like, LeBron James with a shark head, and it was Shark Week, and he was just like <laughs> – and I was thinking, LeBron James Shark Week, it, like, sweeps nuggets. It wasn't going to be the end of the series, but 
I just thought that I thought LeBron was going to win that game because the Nuggets almost gave it back to him. But yeah, it was fourth quarter. Lakers went on that crazy fucking run. It was nuts. I know. It was like there's like the Nuggets were chumming for LeBron James Shark Week, and he almost <laughs> came and ate them all. They did stop the run. Denver was going to catch up. I mean, a nineteen to two run is crazy though. Nuggets were just turned the damn thing over. It wasn't. They were just about to fall apart, but they got it together. Yeah, they pulled it together. Rondo had some moments in that series where he was looking like the third guy. Right. Mm. You kind of because you wonder with the Lakers, you've got you've got AD, you've got LeBron. Who's the third guy? Who's the third guy that's going to step up? And Rondo played real good. Rondo had some moments, man. Yeah, that's who. Good defense, getting steals. Caruso was playing well on defense and Rondo was between the two of them they had like five steals I'm ready for some Caruso hero action yeah Alex versus Tyler I could see that let's jump up to the next game so the other game I watched was the Thursday Denver Lakers game I guess I watched a little bit of it I actually fell asleep towards the end we don't even have to talk about it we could just move on I mean look the Lakers won the fucking series. It's over. There wasn't a lot to say. I mean, LeBron was very impressive. He got there. He's in the finals again, but it ain't over yet. And his record in the finals isn't exactly perfect. You know, he took a lot of finals losses early in his career, but I'm ready for Bam versus Brow. Indeed. Miami Brown versus out. Butts. Yeah. Miami closed out against Boston, which was... Whatever is a fun series. Boston only got a couple games. It didn't go to seven. Like a game seven between those teams would have been fun. But I was looking forward to uh, Cantor playing against Dwight Howard. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was looking forward to that. Boston just, I don't know. They just didn't have enough to get over Miami. It was most, it was all Bam, dude. Like Bam, that mismatch there. I feel Austin like, gave the last game away. Yeah, Tatum didn't have a it great game. It was embarrassing. Game. Yeah, and Bam played great, played hurt, played great. Maybe things go differently if Gordon Hayward's at 100%. I don't know. Kemba Walker didn't seem right. I mean, he just wasn't as effective as I anticipated him being in that series at all. The Kemba and I mean, it goes without saying about Gordon Hayward, but you'd think if you had told me four years ago that Danny Ainge was going to have Hayward and Kemba and then some awesome 24-year-old young player, you'd think, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. But Kemba and Hayward just – that looks It didn't work out. I mean, Boston – that fourth quarter, Boston uh, Boston versus Miami, the closeout game. I mean, they just – Celtics just coughed it up in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't even tell what they were doing. I was so drunk watching that game. I don't even hardly remember it. <laughs> I missed. Uh, I, I actually. I think missed, you should lead the podcast with that. I missed most of Miami's run in the fourth quarter, uh-huh. um, because my wife cooked uh, steaks, steak and eggs for dinner, hey. and so I had to st- stop in the fourth quarter because uh, married guys will know when your wife cooks you a steak. Yeah. Uh, you go. You stop what you're doing and you go eat it. Yeah, you're going to go eat that for sure. You're going to go eat that steak. Did we fucking lose Laddie? <laughs> no, I think mm-hmm. he's... No, he's got oh. a fan. There's a fan. 
Yeah, there's some movement going on. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. I was worried. I think for he a might second. be. He might be in and out, but we're we're carrying him. Mm-hmm. We got you, laddie. You're good. It sounds like tears. One more drink, laddie. Yeah, that's cool. I'm good. <laughs> I've all been right. shedding tears all day today. I'm wondering if Laddie has final thoughts for us this week. I don't know. You want to get him before no. he's sleeping? I'm good. Um, Doc <laughs> Rivers should definitely have been fired because he's got to do something with that. The problem is, is they're trying to get these two people teams, and it's not working out for them. It was, you know, Russell and uh, Westbrook and Harden, George and Leonard. Some of these two people, they're not working out, man. you got to have like a special super team and some of these teams aren't that super you could argue that Braun and Brow are two man team you could say that yeah I agree with Laddie because I think uh, I think that having LeBron on your team is different yeah I think having a a leader like LeBron a vocal leader like LeBron is different than having a having a Paul George or a Leonard or a Mm. or a Harden or a Westbrook yeah like Leonard doesn't Um, do shit man (laughs) no Oh, that dude, Leonard, after a game, he's not in there yelling at his teammates after they lose. He just he just plugs plugs straight into the charger, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he takes a shower, Very gets good. out, plugs into the wall, and they turn it back on two days later. <laughs> I think Laddie's on to something there. I mean, the 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 two superstar team works if if one at least one of those superstars is a dog, is a leader, you know. I, I agree, and and that's the sad part because I mean, look at Houston. Now they don't know what to do, so now they're getting rid of their coach. You still have the same fucking problem, the same problem. And I think everyone has to buy into their part because you look at on paper, Denver's the. Be- I mean, uh, Boston's the best play, best team on paper. Everyone at their starting five is a baller, mm-hmm. but they're just, but they just can't get over that hope. And 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 they're not, and they don't have like all star names. That makes sense. They don't have like two all stars on their squad. They're all just badass ball players. Well, I mean, they have. All-stars. It's weird. But, well, they've got they've got all stars on their team, but not. I think Laddie was trying to say Hall of Famers. Right. They don't, yeah. they don't have Hall of yeah. Famers yet. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. These are like the new generation no, well, of players. Well, also, also, Laddie, the how you get players to buy in is by having an alpha dog player and a strong coach making you buy in. They yeah. make those players buy in. They make them know their role. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, you're right. in Miami. You see that with the two teams that are in the finals right now. Yeah, we've got Jimmy Butts. And we've got LeBron. And Miami's the Lakers, got, I mean, it's... Yeah, the edge Miami has there is... I mean, they got Coach Pat Riley. Yeah. Who I think is very hands-on with the players. And so is Spolstra. Spolstra is pretty much untouchable. Yeah, I mean, couldn't you guys couldn't you guys see Spolstra still being there in ten years? Yes, I mean, I feel like he's pretty much untouchable. As I mean, especially as long as Pat Riley's there. Yeah, and I mean, even if Pat Riley retires, what do they do? Go get a new, a new, bring a new GM in, and they get a new coach? No, no. First of all, Pat, Miami's done a really good job. I know. Pat Riley. I know you'll get to enjoy this, Jeff. Yeah, Miami never tanked. Never tanked. No, they didn't. They had D Wade. Miami lost LeBron, and then they lost Chris Bosh to blood clots. And this isn't expert analysis by any means, but they never gave up. 
Doesn't have to. Be. They've signed all those terrible contracts, like James Johnson and Dion Waiters. No, well, Dion, that's still working out for him. <laughs> the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies are paying him. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'll I'll go on a whim and say one like Pat Riley's so good at seeing what's around the corner. He knows what's coming. So if he sees that there's a deal that can make them better, he knows his talent. He knows his players so well that if he sees an angle somewhere, he's not afraid to take it and move towards that next thing to cut somebody loose. Like if something's not working out, like he knows he has his finger on the pulse of the team. Oh, and he he swung a great trade this year. Yeah, uh, Justice Winslow for for the Grizzlies guys for Jay Crowder and Solomon Hill. I mean, like uh, Jay Crowder's, he, what did he hit four threes, four or five threes in Game Six? Somebody, another GM. I mean, when, got when, killed. when now mode. Yeah, another, any other GM could have got killed for trading Justice Winslow as young as he is, as good of a player as he potentially can be. Anybody would have got killed, but I think he had the foresight to know that this guy, whether or not he was going to be the man, like he's got Tyler Hero on the come up. He's got Jimmy Butler. He doesn't need Winslow. If he can get off of those bad contracts just by letting one player go, then it's worth it. He's savvy. He's good like that. Like Pat Riley is a great executive. Oh, he's a piece of genius executive. And it's like that one year. Who did he fire? Stan Van Gundy. He wasn't afraid to fire his coach and just take over and win a championship. When does that? That's the ultimate alpha dog move. Like whenever does that happen? That's the ultimate Logan Roy. (laughs) (laughs) Like who else can get away with that? Yeah. Pat Pat Riley cemented himself. as like one of the greatest of all time. I think like who's a better Who's had an all-around better career, Pat Riley or Michael Jordan? Talking about Showtime. What is an executive? All around. All around career. Michael Jordan, he's a billionaire. Yeah, but in terms of of basketball-wise, I'm not sure. In terms of nothing, like Michael Jordan is like... We're talking about Showtime Lakers. Lakers. Look, there wasn't that kind of money back when Pat was playing... Or when he was, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Michael Jordan, you have a like. uh, Let's make a documentary on Netflix about Pat Riley and see how many people watch it. I would fucking watch the shit out of that. I think what Jeff is trying to say is the hierarchy goes: Pat Riley, LeBron James, (laughs) Michael Jordan. I think so. (laughs) No, (laughs) look, Magic and Bird put things in place to where Michael Jordan could be successful. Who was Magic's coach? Wait, Magic and Bird for Mike? What? What they did for the league and with licensing and setting the groundwork in the league paved the way. So you're saying for guys with like no Michael Pat, Jordan. with no Pat Riley, there's no Michael Jordan? Is that what I'm hearing? No, but Pat Riley's always been successful, and he's has longevity. He's always been there. Since the league took off in the 80s. If Pat Riley was coming up in the ranks now, he would probably be If more Bill Gates was coming up in the ranks now, he wouldn't be Bill Gates. He could be more influential than Jordan was if he was coming up now. 
I'm saying it. No, no, absolutely no. If Bill Gates was coming up right now, Bill Gates would not be Bill Gates. Bill Gates is Bill Gates because of a lot of different circumstances. Maybe I'm saying this wrong. Maybe I can say it in a way that you'll understand. Should I get another beer? You understand, like, what I'm trying to say is when magic... Yes. <laughs> if there's no magic, Johnson, there's probably no Jordan, dude. Pat Riley was coaching magic in the heyday in the 80s so you're saying that uh, the overall i think pat riley's had a more successful career in basketball than michael Jordan. it's been it's been more sustained but the, you can't measure those two things because michael jordan as an executive has been a complete disaster but yeah but michael jordan as a player he's the greatest of all time as a player you can't compare like but but not only as a player, but also as a marketing symbol, like the greatest marketing symbol probably in all of the world, other than than religion, like religious symbols. What is more famous than the Jumpman? Yeah, yeah. Seriously. But you know that. But you're talking about you're what, talking about basketball court on the court product. I get what, it. What what uh, Jordan was able to do in marketing wouldn't have been possible if guys like Magic hadn't laid the groundwork previously like my uh, magic johnson was the first player to have like rights to license his own likeness in the nba yeah i still think like I still there would be no I, jordan I, brand <laughs> I, I disagree with that How, what, i think i think i you're, you're saying that if there was no magic johnson that michael jordan would have just like never signed a, signed a shoe contract and just it would just never have evolved that way like like that, that, that it's shoes not. were evolving to become what they are now. Sure. Regardless of Magic Johnson or even Michael Jordan. Well, those guys had to sign CBAs too, man. And they worked hard and put a lot of pressure on ownership and the league to be able to do what they were able to do as far as monetizing their careers outside of their contracts. Like the NBA wasn't allowing that sort of thing, and then Jordan took it to the next level, obviously. But Magic was like the first guy. He was able to license his likeness and make money. Well, so, so he set that in motion, but even without Magic, my point is that if Jordan was the first one, then T-Mac would have been able to do the same thing because of Jordan. Like there was a, Regardless of who the domino was, there was always going to be the first domino in that. There was going yeah. to be a market for that. Sure. But let's go back. Do you guys though. think it's a tragedy that uh, Deion Waiters is pretty much guaranteed All right. to have a championship ring this year? Well, you know what's funny and, is Deion uh, Waiters. And T Mac never won a ring. Uh, yeah. I th well, he was on that Spurs team. He tried. You know who um, was in Deion Waiters' draft class that's on the Heat right now? Who, what? Uh, I was reading something. What? Who was in Dion Waiters' draft class that is on the heat right now? Oh, I don't know. Who? Jay Crowder. Oh. Oh, wow. Well, I'll just Google search Dion Waiters' draft, and I guess I can X out of that window now. <laughs> Thanks, Bo. <laughs> I just read an excerpt that said, during an interview with Playboy in 1992, Jordan revealed that he had the nickname Magic Johnson during his high school days. I liked him in high school, Jordan said. They used to call me Magic Jordan. 
Do you know, uh, do you know, uh, they used to call Andrew Wiggins, Maple Jordan. (laughs) Yeah. And then Jimmy Butler got got pissed and left Minnesota. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you know who else was in that draft class, Bo? With Dion Waiters? Myers Leonard. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Wow. I had 3% battery left. Oh, another heat player. So. I, this, well, is not, this, up, is, this is not my joke, but uh, we all predicted it was going to be an Antetokounmpo versus Leonard NBA mm. Finals. Yeah, and that's a good one. It's it was on Reddit. It was you know oh, the Antetokounmpo yeah. brothers on the Lakers and oh yeah. You know who else was in that draft class, Bo? Um, I I don't have pulled up anymore. Go ahead, Tony Roten. I did know that. I noticed that. T. Yeah, Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder, and Myers Leonard on the Heat, and Tony Roten is God, somewhere. He was, Tony Roten was out of the league at twenty-two. Do you think like Martin to, went that year too? I like he went to Philly and averaged how many minutes a game was it? Thirty minutes a game. I just saw this note I took from the Thursday Lakers Nuggets game. Paul Millsap had two fouls on eighty and three minutes. The first three minutes of the game. <laughs> <laughs> and AD had the first 10 points of the game for the Lakers <laughs> against Paul Millsap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe they don't maybe they don't go after Millsap on a team friendly deal. <laughs> Do you think Spolster's got a plan for Braun? Is he going to stick Bam on him? Who guards AD? What's going to happen? He's going to stick Iguodala on him. What are they going to do when Dwight, AD, and JaVale are all coming at them? Who are Miami's bigs that are going to be able to put up with that three-headed monster? Well, first of all, one of the one of the biggest matchups we're going to see in this NBA Finals is going to be JaVale McGee versus playing time. That dude ain't playing. <laughs> I don't know. The Lakers do weird things. They throw weird lineups out there just to like fuck with you and wear you down you said you said who guards lebron i think you throw a, a combination of crowder jimmy butts like if bam is all at him. if bam is having a good game they just throw javel or dwight at him just to fuck with him and just shut him down and then like dwight and javel don't even touch the ball and then when miami's not looking they start throwing lobs to either of those guys because they catch them off guard. Dude, Lakers have so much. They have so much they can do just because LeBron is so versatile. And I just I don't think I don't think you're catching Bam off guard on defense. If they just if they throw AD and like Dwight or JaVale out there, and then on defense they just say JaVale just shut Bam down. Or Dwight, just fuck with just fuck with Bam. Don't let him do anything. Like I don't know. It's gonna be okay. I, I agree. I and then agree that opens that up can fuck with fuck with Bam, but you just said out loud, JaVale, go shut Bam down. Just fuck with him. Just stay on him. That's Stick never to gonna him. happen. Yeah, I guess. Not on JaVale McGee's best day defensively. Could he shut down Bam? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of what they did with the Nuggets. They stuck a weirdo on Jokic, and it freed up AD to 
play against Paul Millsap. Like, who's going to be the other big out there for Miami? Is who's the other big? Kelly okay. Olynyk, Myers Leonard. Hello. <laughs> no, he's on the. There you go. There's your answer. All right. <laughs> be Myers Leonard. Kelly Olynyk. Myers. Myers Leonard going to go off. All right. I don't. I think there's something there. Maybe not. But maybe. I think Laddie is definitely sleeping somewhere. I think he died. He says connecting the audio, so he's still here. Maybe it keeps going. It keeps going off and on, like he'll be here. Yeah, he's probably just sleeping. And then he's gone. He probably just passed out. He had a rough day. Apparently so. Understandably so. Sure, there's a lot of question marks running through his head. He's got some shit he's got to figure out. For sure, he'll figure it out, man. He's yeah. if he's a hardworking dude, he'll be good. This yeah. is going to be, yeah. it'll be weird, but he'll figure it out. Pull himself on, up by his own bootstraps. That's right. Well, I'm pretty much out of notes here, boys. Yeah, I mean, I got nothing. This, um, this is a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like we're like, all right, well, we didn't watch some games. Oh, well, the games ended up probably cool. We got a finals preview, and we never even did a finals preview. Bro. I was yeah. like, well, uh, I think that uh, I don't know who's going to win. Uh, Pat Riley. <laughs> Pat Riley averaged seven points a game in 1945. He's better than Michael Jordan. <laughs> hey, man, look, we've seen, I think, we've seen Jimmy Butler wear the Tyler Hero jersey. We've seen him wear the Spolster jersey. Yeah. I haven't seen him wear a Pat Riley jersey yet. Oh, fuck that. That's the only reason Jimmy Butler's there. It's because of Pat Riley. And D-Wade. D-Wade lined that shit up when he played for the Bulls with Jimmy Butler. Yeah, so what? what's our game plan for the finals? Because we have Wednesday night. We're just going to watch the games. I don't know. I'd like to have a better show next week. Yeah, I'd like another shot at this with a, <laughs> maybe a little more preparedness. Preparedness? We have, you, I told you I, last I hate week. To br- you had a whole week. Yeah, I hate to I break prepared. it to y'all, but we have got three fucking games we got to watch. Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. No, I'll watch them. It's the finals, dude. You got to watch them. My problem it's is the finals. I watch games and I'm not like totally tuned in because I got too much other shit going on around me. Like I'm either working or I'm drinking when the games are Dude, I, I was like fucking, I barely got a shower in bef- before I had to go get Kate gas and then talk to her about the woman and baby that almost died that she helped deliver tonight. I was just like, holy mm. fuck. Mm, 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 mm. Yikes. And I was like nonstop with the kids from seven o'clock till then. Yeah. It's I like- worked today. Um, Jeff played golf all day. So. <laughs> <laughs> I literally woke up. I don't know. Around At like 11. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I hit the sauce pretty hard last night, so I had to sleep in today. <laughs> yeah, how do you play golf hungover? How's that work out? Well, you get enough sleep, you're not hungover. That's true. And then once you get out there, you know, start sweating a little bit. The sun hits you a little bit. You drink another beer. Drink another beer. <laughs> get a nice one off the tee box. Feel, start feeling pretty good. Just start over. After about the the, the fifth red i'm good to go <laughs> yeah 
have a couple cigarettes, eat a package of little chocolate donuts. Are we going to make finals predictions? Sure, go for it. Let's go. I tried to. Miami and seven. I'm all in on Jimmy Butts. I'm all in on Bam. Poe, what do you got? Oh, on the spot here. I will say Lakers and five. All right. Fair enough. I don't. I actually think the Heat will win at six, but uh, I'm going counter to my predictions, and I'm gonna say Lakers at five just to be right. I don't know. If you'll remember, Bo predicted both teams to win. <laughs> if you'll remember, previously <laughs> in the episode, he chose the other team. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe Miami could win, but I also think. That the Lakers have a good chance. I think it's pretty even. I think the the fucking Heat are deep, and the Lakers have the two best players. The first game is what a six point spread, five, five. Yeah, that's pretty fucking. Well, now close. that now that actually we've talked about it, it's gotten so much traction. It's six now. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've moved the line. God, dude, this is a tough one. Yeah, I know. That's why I just pick something stupid. I think, honestly, the Lakers are going to win it probably in six. But I'm pulling for Miami. I'm going to say Miami in four. I was going to say, I was about to say, I want to say Miami in four, too. (laughs) Honestly, as much as I hate to say it, I mean, if I'm being real with myself and you guys, um, it's probably the Lakers. But I, I just... Don't want to put it out there because then I feel like I'll be rooting for it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I hope the Lakers win it. So I got that pick right. Ugh. I'm hoping it's Miami. I want Miami to win. Weirdly, for even though Iggy is a piece of shit and I didn't like the way he treated Memphis. Killed Laddie, huh? Oh, he's super, super dead. I've had a lot of people at work just uh, with it, just completely on, you know, without even, without even even coming up, we'll just be randomly be talking about pandemic and having to wear masks. Mm-hmm. And we'll have a lot of regular customers like, well, you know, this could all be over in November. Oh God! It's on who's the president. Wait, but he's the president right now. But he's the president right now. <laughs> So I usually just laugh and walk away, you know, break the wrist, mm-hmm. walk away, disengage. Heard it like three or four times the past couple of days. You know, pandemic will all be over after the election. Yeah, I've heard that a lot too. Yeah. Wait, they think I don't that understand the reasoning. Trump's going to win and then it's going to be canceled? I'm confused. They think it's a massive global conspiracy. Like Italy gives a flying fuck who our president is, you know? Yeah, Actually, Italy strange. could care would probably care less. It's more China probably cares. Yeah, yeah. China but, and Russia. But then it comes out that Trump owes personal loans to China in like hundreds of millions. Yeah. So you'd think actually China would want Trump to win. You would think. That actually the Chinese government would be like, we'll just assume those loans and we own Trump in the U.S. now. Right. Yeah. People are saying dumb shit because they don't know how to think for themselves. They're just regurgitating what everybody else is saying to them or whatever they're seeing. Mm -hmm. And they want to believe. 
I don't like on, on text today. I almost lost it with my one of my friends. He was like calling out Fauci as like a reason why we were struggling in this pandemic, and I just like fucking laid into him. I was like, dude, you don't even know what kind of doctor he is or what it even means to be a, <laughs> a fucking physician. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck you. Yeah, it's really splitting this country, ain't it? It's I was like, dude, dividing. Fauci literally is the definition of like the the Hippocratic oath of physician is is physicians is to do no harm, and like if you listen to Fauci, if you like find any of the podcasts he's done, read any of his interviews, it is all do no harm. It's all he cares about mm-hmm. is what's the best for everyone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it made me so fucking mad. I was just like. You, you, well, there's there's this idea that, well, he said something wrong about the pandemic in February. No one it's knew like, what well, the because fuck. Because it's a virus, we have no idea. Like, we're learning new things about it every every fucking day, you know? And, he, and like, that's the thing about, like, he's also, he's like, also, like, he'll admit when he's wrong, happily. Sure. I mean, I admit when I'm wrong, happily. It's like, well, no, actually, I was, I was fucking wrong about that. Okay. I've got a big family group text and it's it's aunts, uncles, cousins, my mm-hmm. brother, my sister, and uh a couple of people have left this there's like twenty five people in those group texts. That family members like leave it because I have conservative family members that keep posting these ridiculous like Fox News memes, mm-hmm. you know. It, and that's the thing, is like everybody wants everybody just thinks it's a big fucking joke and that you know, like the it all started with lock her up and fake news, and like here we are, go figure. Yeah, nasty woman. It all yeah. it all started with fucking Trump, dude. Fucking. Trump. I had a cousin that posted something in it that he he sent something that said Fauci should be in jail, and then he goes, "Oops, wrong wrong group text." <laughs> like, who are you talking to? <laughs> it makes like no science sense. changes. Science changes all the time. As you learn, you grow and you you learn new things. So your opinion on things change, you know. Yeah, my friend, he he was just like, I think science needs to be questioned more intensely. And I was like, okay, well, you mean like it, it should be peer reviewed? I was by, like, by okay, who? I was like, uh, why don't you just watch this video on the scientific method? It's for first graders, and tell me what you think about the scientific method. Well, I think reality TV show hosts should question science more often. No, I think science is just fake news, and it just needs to be questioned more. It's so. Oh, you mean by more scientists because they want to get it right? No, my family's split up big time too. Big time. My family's actually not at all. We're all on the same side. I'm very happy. It's really weird. It like it's Jeff. I feel like your family's more like mine. It's like family gatherings are very weird now we we all fucking hate we every single one of us top to bottom hate trump except on unfortunately on kate's side it's more to, it's more like what you guys are talking about yeah like it's pretty split but like my like my mom's siblings and my dad's siblings it's they could be lifelong republicans but they are lifelong republicans that hate trump i, I know i know people like that that are and I'm like, okay, we we have some common ground, a little common ground here, you know. Well, this is my this is what I've been saying to people, is let's say that the Republicans had elected Kasich, right? Let's say that that had happened, and Kasich actually 
he was pushing the Republican narrative and their conservative religious bullshit, which I really have a hard time with. But let's say that Kasich was uniting us and then he was giving Fauci and the scientists the floor on this pandemic. And we actually were doing very good in this pandemic. And the Democrats, with their tokenism, they come out and trot Harris and Biden out there. And I see Biden as a black guy. I'm sorry to say that, but I think that they're pandering a little bit to the Obama vote. And then Harris, like that's they, they tried with Hillary tokenism again with the woman. So I, I really don't think they're trying their best. They're just they're just I, it 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 should have been Bernie in 16. It should have been Bernie this year. Hmm. Anyway, you you give me a good guy in Kasich, and you give me Biden, and I would really have to really rack my brain to not vote for Kasich this time around is what I'm saying. If he was doing the right thing scientifically and then he was uniting us. It is the United would, States of America. Well, that's I think my, that most of that's my most argument. of the Republican candidates that ran against Trump in 2016, I think probably would have taken that slant. I think we'd be in way better shape right now. Right, and I would if and we'd if they had would've... a Kasich or a God, a, a Jeb fucking Bush. You, you know? know, you know what really like, bothers me. At least me? Bush, at least Bush would have his like W. At least, like in his like, come on, you have to like, let's bring it together. You know, yeah, no, come on. You know what really bothers me is that if you're not a Trump supporter, you're deemed either stupid or like you're an soft idiot. or yeah. something. Because well, that's you the don't whole point. Is like it's all this, them. but um, it's, it's like coming a, from all these people. So it's like dividing families. Like I have my sister sending me memes about Democrats being stupid and 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 saying if you don't believe in this quote or whatever from Trump, then you're so stupid. This is what, it's like the, you, what the fuck? We were not like, wait. We were so, not raised like that. We were not raised to call people stupid or to look down on people in any way. Because of what I, they believe or their race or anything like that. And here's she, like people like her are now doing that. And I don't think they were raised that way. They've just been brainwashed somehow. I think you need to break it down very simply. Just say, I, I believe in Roe Ro v. Wade. You know, read up on Roe v. Wade and, and just review that history. And then you also need to say, you know, and say, like, I, I don't think religion needs to play, play a role in politics. And you, need, you use that Kasich example, or you know Jeb Bush, or you know who the fuck else. That if we had a real leader in in a, in a leader, fuck. I knew this was going to happen. All right, so you were saying what I was trying. What I was leader. trying to say is like two things. I've encountered this a lot too. Is Number one, unite us. And they're going to say, well, Obama divided us. And you don't disagree with that. And you just say, okay, so you just say, okay, so Obama divided us. What has Trump done to unite us? Mm -hmm. Like, what is he doing now to undo Obama's division? Where has, and you can even pull up like post 9-11 speeches from. All right, folks. We are flat out of time. The phone is dead. The connection is gone. Thank you, Brian, for coming on. Thank you, Laddie, 
for giving us time. And Bo, I appreciate you, man. Thanks, everybody, for listening. There is history in this place There are dragons to be chased And though I don't know who you are Easy flow and the strong, the strong heart And the charm in the Take and shake your soul And never leave